Okay. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Sports Scope. I'm your host, Robert Butler. Gonna go over all of Week Four's um, Sports Scopes, all of Week Four's NFL games. Tomorrow, we'll make this announcement. I will go over Fantasy Scope for uh, all the games in Sports Scope, or um, all the daily fantasy stardom set them. Last week had a good week in that. I do want to start off tonight, though, with tonight's game. Uh, huge win for Doug Peterson and the Eagles going on the road. Winning those Thursday night games is is really crucial, uh, especially if you can win one on the road. Uh, it, to, to be able to move the ball like that, Carson Wentz looked like he found his mojo back with his quick passes. Um Really, really did well in the second quarter on in that game, I'll say this. But the flip side of this game is the lacking of rushing yards. Rodgers had about 40 of the 77 total rushing yards for Green Bay. That's going to come back and bite them. They're not going to be able to survive like that. Uh, The defense gave up 34 points at home. I mean, you cannot do that in winning this league. Uh, I know we always talk about, uh, throwing the ball and, and and the league being more offensively oriented towards the pass, but you still have to run the ball. Remember, New England's a power running team now, and they have won two out of the last three Super Bowls. Everybody, uh, I'm not. I get kind of bored of watching a lot of uh, you know too much running game and all that myself. But you know, you've got to run the ball. Uh, Philadelphia ran the ball better. Uh, Philadelphia got the key turnover at the end. Philadelphia got the win. I, I called uh, for Green Bay to win this game easily. I will say this. Um, I did predict Devontae Adams to have a huge fantasy day. That was on yesterday's program. But, uh, yeah, you cannot do that. This is going to sting for a while. This is going to be a make or break for uh, Matt LaFleur and Aaron Rodgers. I'm not being overly dramatic. Everybody, uh they're supposed to be 4-0 right now. Uh, they they got off to a good lead early. I want to say, was it 10 to nothing at home on these Thursday night games? They should have won this game uh, 14 to 17 points, and they didn't. And that is from uh, a lack of trust and communication between Aaron Rodgers and Matt LaFleur. That being said, Mike Pettit, uh, the defensive coordinator there, has got to do a better job. Uh, their defense got humbled tonight. You, I mean, you give up that many points at home. I know that Aaron Rodgers, uh, the time of possession game, it did favor Philadelphia. Like I said, these guys, when, when you throw the ball and it's incomplete, it stops the clock. So Green Bay couldn't run the ball. I know that Jamal Williams or uh, their um, – I think that guy's name is Jamal. Yeah, Jamal Williams got knocked out of the game earlier. Aaron Jones is my guy. I like Aaron Jones, but uh, they just could not get enough rushing yards. They're going to have to implement more short passing uh, screens, bubble screens, so to run it. If you can't run the ball straight through the tackles like that, they're going to have to do like some of what New England's doing. Remember, uh, Rodgers is going to be 36 this year. He's six years younger than uh, than Tom Brady. 
they're going to have to implement that. They gave this game away. This game may cost them home field advantage in the playoffs. Um, I know uh, Philadelphia did win. This may catapult the Eagles. I still like Dallas in this division. But, yeah, if you're an Eagles fan right now, you're saying the season was saved because you lost a game at home to Detroit that you should have won, and you made it up with a game you should have lost. And, again, they should have lost this game. It shouldn't have been close. But I will say this, as far as just the game in itself, I made some notes. Compare this, because I'm, I'm out of Nashville, Tennessee, everybody. I was watching the Titans last week and uh, Jacksonville. Um, for the whole game, listen to this. For the whole game, Gardner Minshew had 224 yards and two touchdowns. Marcus Mariota had 304, no touchdowns, and it was sacked nine times. In the start of the third quarter, Aaron Rodgers was 16 for 23, 241 yards, one touchdown. Carson Wentz, 129 yards, but three touchdowns with nine minutes left in the third quarter. This game was must-see. This was like a playoff atmosphere versus Jacksonville, uh, which seemed like a preseason game. If you just listen to the crowd and watch the quarterback play, you uh, you know, this is one of those things where uh, that's why you pay the quarterback. Uh, I talked about this last week. You want to see Carson Wentz and Aaron Rodgers. I don't want to see Gardner Minshew, and maybe he, he maybe he will develop into a fine quarterback, but not him and Marcus Mariota. You know, I mean, it's just uh, definitely don't want to see a guy like Teddy Bridgewater and say a Andy Dalton. Nothing against either one of those guys. They're two fine gentlemen. They're just not very talented for as compared to their counterparts in the NFL. Uh, again, that was a huge win for the Eagles. I, I, th- I thought Green Bay would win this one going away. I was really, um, really taken back by that. But, hey, good job, Doug Peterson. Uh, that's why you got a Super Bowl ring. That's why you have a Super Bowl ring. That, that was really good coaching. I mean, Philadelphia on a short week. Uh, got rid of the ball quick. Carson Wentz, man, a quick study there. They had their back against the wall. They didn't want to go one at three and fall that much farther behind Dallas. Uh, huge win, huge confidence builder, huge morale builder for that whole Philadelphia team. Uh, going all the way from uh, Carson Wentz to Doug Peterson to the defense. So good job there. Uh, okay, going through. A preview of next week's games. Okay, Tennessee, another team that played last week, had 10 days off, playing at Atlanta. Okay, this is the last game uh, that Tennessee will be without their left tackle, Taylor Lewan, who was suspended for performance-enhancing drugs. We all know that. Uh, Atlanta got off to a slow start and really not a good road team in the past. Got off to a slow start and and rallied back, come up a little bit short against Indy last week. Uh, Tennessee has some injuries, but not enough to really tilt this game. Uh, Atlanta's four-point favorites. Atlanta's one and two. Tennessee's one and two. I like the receiving core for Atlanta. I like the, uh, the little bit of defense that they do have. I think Atlanta will win this one probably around that point spread. I'm saying 24 to 20 Falcons. Tennessee will go one and three. Atlanta will go two and two. 
Now, Taylor Juan will be back the following game. Maybe you bring Ryan Tannehill in uh, after this, or uh, you want to maybe give Mariota uh, a couple more weeks with the starting left tackle. That will be up to head coach Mike Brabel. We will see how that goes, but I like Atlanta to win at home. Okay, next game on the slide here. I'm just going through how I'm reading them off of ESPN. Okay, I know a lot of people's talking about this game, uh, New England and Buffalo. Guys, I, you know, I wanted to make a case for Buffalo today. I know a lot of you despise the Patriots. Sometimes I do for some of the stuff they do, like signing a guy like Antonio Brown. But let's just be honest, okay? Buffalo struggled with uh, with Cincinnati. Buffalo was down big. They did rally back to come back against the Jets. Uh, Buffalo is, they have improved, but they lost, I want to say, 25-9 to last year to the Patriots at home. Now, uh, the Patriots did lose James Devlin to IR, which is going to give Buff that he's one of the key uh, blockers for this uh, defense here, for this offensive line and offensive scheme. Also, remember Isaiah Wynn, their left tackle, still out for the Patriots. So Buffalo, they are better at stopping a run. Their pass rush is much better than it was last year. But, hey, it was a uh, one-score game to Cincinnati. Uh, they had to come back against the Jets. Uh, they look good by record, but really, who have they beat, you know? So, and plus, they beat the Giants. I mean, look how bad the Giants are. The Giants have been giving up uh, practically over 30 points in every single game. So, I'll, and, you know, uh, the New England, they are seven-point favorites there. I like them actually to cover. But this is not going to be a blowout. I know that this team um, is, does have a great defense, this Patriot team. But due to those injuries at offensive line and that fullback, I'm not really sure about Julian Edelman. Uh, you know how Belichick is. He's always limited, even if he was a full participant. Uh, but I, I would say this is probably this is probably right at that line. I, I think this is probably like a 20, uh, 27 to 20 type of game for the Patriots. Uh, the over and under is 42 and a half. So that's about what Vegas is saying. This may be a 20 to 17 type of or 20 to 14 type of Patriots game. But I think they're going to be right in that cover zone of seven points. I like Josh Allen, but I think uh, Bill, Bill Belichick, he's going to confuse him. And Allen will probably have a lot of rushing yards in this game. But I can see the Patriots taking out all their receivers, unfortunately. Uh, okay. Kansas City and Detroit. Okay. This is an interesting one. Okay. Fisher's still out. Their left tackle. This is the first dome game that Patrick Mahomes has ever played in. Okay. Um, to start the season, Jacksonville had one of the best defenses in the league, and Baltimore is one of the best defenses in the league. Uh, I would probably rate as of today. New England's overall defense, probably the best defense in the league points-wise. But I would not put Baltimore too far behind them with this Jacksonville team. 
and uh, Kansas City put 33 on Jacksonville. They put 28 uh, on Oakland, and I want to say that was in the first half. They were toying with Oakland in the second half. They didn't want to run up the score and maybe get a, uh, a dirty hit on Mahomes, who was coming off of, uh, I want to say, an ankle sprain or something like that. Very mild, obviously. Uh, remember, he took a hit in the Jacksonville game. But my point is, uh, Kansas City can score like nobody's business. Uh, now, the Lions, yeah, they they held uh, they held uh, the Chargers to 12 points and got the win. They got a big road win against this Philadelphia team who went on the road and beat Green Bay. They did give up 27 to Arizona to start the season. That was on the road. So all that being said, I still see this Kansas City team, even with a banged-up Damian Williams and probably have to play LaShawn McCoy at running back, I still see them winning this game 34-27, to about like the score tonight for the um, Green Bay and Philadelphia. So I like them to win it. Uh, they are six-and-a-half point favorites, so they would win by seven. I like Kansas City to win that game by seven. If they were fully healthy, I would like them to win by 10. Now, Detroit, can they win this game? Absolutely. Uh, really good at home. Uh, much better running game. I think they're going to get a lot of uh, – I know Kerryon Johnson was saying something about – he was mad somebody was tweeting him about their fantasy team. Will Kerryon get used to it? That's a big part of what makes the NFL popular. Uh, Matt Patricia – He's wanting to pound that rock. He's wanting to keep Patrick Mahomes off the field. I will say this. If I was in Detroit uh, and I had a son and I had the money, I would definitely take that kid or daughter, for that matter, to go see this game. I, I think this Mahomes is a really special player. They got a special team there. Uh, they do have some injuries that run it back. But, you know, Miko Hartman, uh, Sammy Watkins, uh, uh Geez, what's the Travis Kels at tight end, Demetrius Robertson. Tyreek Hill is still injured. I didn't even name Tyreek Hill, but this team is so fast. Maybe they struggle early because uh, this is the first dome game ever for Patrick Mahomes, but this team can score at will on anybody. They are historically good. I don't know they're going to be the best of all time, but they are a special team. They are, they are like the Colts in the mid-2000s. Uh, they are like the close to the 2007 New England Patriots to the 1999 uh, and was it 2001 uh, L.A. Rams or St. Louis Rams or whatever. So I think that this Kansas City team is that good. So keep that in mind. I like them to get 34 points. Detroit does not give up at many points at home, but this is not an average team. This is the Kansas City Chiefs. Okay, Oakland at the Colts. I'm, guys, I really want to say Oakland's going to go on the road and get this win. Oakland scored 10 points at home to this Kansas City team that gave up uh, 28, I want to say, to the Baltimore Ravens at home. And um, this Raider team, they I want to say that they, they had a bad game against uh, they scored 14 against Minnesota. They're coming east again for a uh, to the central time zone for an early start time there. 
I just do not like the Raiders to win at the Colts, even though the Colts have injuries at defense. They have showed that they are a tough team. They are a deeper team than what I originally expected from the defense perspective. Oakland's only scored uh, 24 points in the last two games. So I like the Colts in a close one here. The over and under is uh, 45. I like I like it to be about that. Maybe a uh, like a 22 to 17 kind of game, and the Colts to get another win, even though T.Y. Hilton may be out. Um, Jacoby Brissett has shown to be a real leader with this team. They are a real player to get into the playoffs, possibly to win this division. Uh, with Andrew Luck retiring like that, that is really um, impressive by uh, Jacoby Brissett and the coach management from uh, general manager Ballard uh, properly uh, filling this roster. I'm sure that in the back of Andrew Luck's mind, he is probably regretting retiring. That's my opinion. Okay, Melvin Gordon will be back, but he will not play. Chargers at Miami. Okay. Um, the Chargers are not the greatest road team. Like I said, they scored 12 points at Detroit. Miami is not Detroit defensively. I know how bad Miami is. These guys are 15, excuse me, yeah, 15.5 favorites at home. You can run the ball on the Chargers. The Chargers have safety injuries. They have injuries on the offensive line. Kenyon Drake is that kind of running back. I can see uh, Miami scoring some points at home. Against this Charger team, it's an early start time. I like Miami to play well, <sighs> but I do like them to win. I like the Chargers to win this game. I think Keelan Allen will have another big game. I think Rivers will have another big game. Bubba Gordon will not play in this game. But I do like Dolphins to cover 15 and a half. That is a lot of points for a home team against a banged-up uh, Charger team. So, uh, Dolphins will remain winless, and L.A. will get a win to build some momentum there for when Melvin Gordon does come back. Hopefully they can get one of those safeties back, maybe make a trade or something. I still don't got them making the playoffs. That's just my opinion. Okay, Daniel Jones in the home opener. Okay, this guy... Huge, what was it, 18-point comeback on the road at Tampa against a well-coached defense and Todd Bowles' defense. Some can call it a fluke. Some can call it this guy may be the real deal. He provides that spark. This is his uh, second career start here. I like the momentum to uh, remain high. I don't know if they're going to put all those points on Washington. Washington was humiliated at home on Monday night. But they did play on Monday night, and they're going to be just a tick off come Sunday. They're not going to be as fresh. So I like Daniel Jones, excuse me, to get that win. I get go two and zero as a starter and beat the Washington Redskins in uh, East Rutherford, New Jersey. I'm pretty sure the crowd is going to be pretty hyped for this guy, and um, they are going to be able. To, now I know Saquon Barkley is going to be out. But, uh, you know, he's got a really good tight end there. This guy can run the ball. The Giants' defense will be playing inspired football. 
I know that the Washington Redskins play these guys well. The Giants are three-point favorites, and guess what? The over and under is 49, so Vegas is expecting a fairly high-scoring game. I'll say I'll take, since the Giants' uh, defense is terrible, and uh, Casey Keenum is not that bad a quarterback, I think it'll probably be right around that uh, yeah, 27-24 Giants get the win. Daniel Jones goes 2-0, and and the hype machine begins for the rookie to make an early run at Rookie of the Year. Very early. We don't know who's, what is going to happen. Maybe that goes to Marquise Brown, uh, Hollywood Brown for Baltimore, the game I'm about to talk about. Okay, Ravens. Browns at Ravens. Somebody made a comment if, if, if the Browns win at Baltimore, they're in first place. All that talk about how bad Baker Mayfield is and how bad Freddie Kitchens is over his head. If, if, if Cleveland wins on Sunday, which they could, by the way, if if, um, if the defensive coordinator for Cleveland, uh, Steve Wills, if he could put that kind of game plan in against Baltimore that he put in against uh, L.A., this team will win. That being said, Baltimore has a great running game. They don't have a good running game. They have a great running game. And you can run the ball on the Browns. Tennessee did and put 30 points on them, uh, well over 100 yards. And uh, uh, L.A. came all the way across country, ran the ball on them. Even uh, Le'Veon Bell had some good bursts there. Baltimore, I like Baltimore to get the win at home, 30-20. to 20. Lamar Jackson will uh, continue to play well. Remember, this team played well. They were big underdogs on the road at Kansas City. Went to Kansas City and played them all the way down to the fourth quarter. So I like the, uh, Baltimore to get the win here to go three and one. The Browns to go one and three. Now, that being said, you never know. Like I said, if Steve Wilkes can do the right game plan, you use a lot of Nick Chubb. Uh, you take advantage of the fact that Jimmy Smith, I want to say he is still out this week. Uh, you, uh, the Ravens defense is not as good. I want to say they gave up 17 at home to Arizona. So the flip side, uh, if Baker Mayfield, which he's arguing back and forth with Rex Ryan, uh, if, he, if he can fix those mechanics, uh, he's played the Baltimore Ravens well last year in both games. Remember, they split last year. I don't know if you all remember that or not. They split last year. Uh, Cleveland got the first one, and they hung in there against them last uh, last time. So, you know, Cleveland could win this game. But I'm calling for Baltimore to win it. I like Baltimore's balance on offense. It's nowhere near as bad as I thought it was going to be coming into the season. I'm not sold that Lamar Jackson is going to be the end-all, be-all. I still haven't got enough sample size of it. But I will say this. It is better than I thought, and I can say that even though they have played some subpar teams other than Kansas City. Uh, he has good chemistry with Hollywood Brown, uh, and, of course, Mark Andrews, a tight end there. And and uh, obviously the offensive line is blocking well. Mark Ingram hitting the holes really well. Uh, very A whole lot of tread left on the tire. Did not have that many carries with the Saints, so – Ravens at home, but wouldn't be surprised if it went the other way. But I'm picking Baltimore 30 to 20 to beat uh, the Cleveland Browns. And then the talk of Freddie Kitchens and Baker Mayfield will continue next week. Okay.
Not to sound like a broken record, but I said this in preseason game two when Cam Newton got hurt again. I said, go ahead and bench this guy for the year. I believe he's going to be injured prone. Uh, and then Pro Football Focus went out with some stats about him. Somebody brought up the record. He was 0-6. Now he's 0-8. Uh, Cal Allen looked really good. He was one of my fantasy recommendations. He will be starting again this week. Uh, now, remember, uh, Houston secondary is horrendous. You saw what they gave up to Keenan Allen and Phillip Rivers, even though they did get the win. Uh, Deshaun Watson, really big game there on the road. I called for that upset because of the injuries with the L.A. Chargers. D.J. Moore, excellent receiver. I think he's going to be a big key for this game, for this Carolina team. But I do think the Texans' pass rush is going to be just a little too much. I don't think Cal Allen can do that. He can play a good game and this team still lose. Remember, the Carolina Panthers, they do have a lot of holes in their defense. They got exploited against this young Arizona team. Even though they got the win there, I like Houston to win this game. But I tell you what, if Carolina wins this game, the coaching staff, are, they're going to continue to push uh, Camp Newton back farther and farther and farther until uh, they get him. I think they're going to be done with Cam Newton anyways. That's just my opinion with his injury history. Plus, they can cut him, and it would only be about $2.7 million against the salary cap. Those uh, Cal Allen bells will get louder and louder if they get this win at Houston. Now, uh, they, can they do it? Yes, I do not see them doing it. Houston is a four-point favor here. Uh, I'm thinking uh, 27 to 17. Houston wins this game at home, but this is going to be one of those games that I'm going to circle and look for on Red Zone come Sunday, everybody. I got a few big games coming up here, everybody. So do not uh, don't go away. We have a really good game with Dallas and New Orleans. Coming up here in just a minute, I'm going to talk about. Okay, Buccaneers, Rams. Now, uh, fantasy players for the Bucks. you want to load up on people like Robert Woods, uh, even Todd Gurley. Uh, this Tampa team, they did play some pretty good defense, but you know what? That The fact that they gave that much up to Daniel Jones, they're going on the road, playing at L.A. against this Rams team. Cooper Cup, Robert Woods, the offensive line. I like the Rams. Defense will play well in this game, 31-17. L.A. gets the win. Tampa gets another L. Uh, Seattle. Seattle got upset last week. Remember last week and I said there's something funny about Seattle. Uh, why are they only four-point uh, favorite out their starting quarterback at home uh, to a team that already played a West Coast game in the Saints and got beat by the Rams? And then uh, have to come up here and play, and they're only four-point favorites. That's because Seattle's roster is not that good. The defense is still young, and you saw that. Alma Kamara had a big game. Uh, I expect this to be a high-scoring game. The over and under is 48. I'll take the over for that game uh, against uh, Arizona. But I do think Russell Wilson will will this team to a win. I think he's going to be a great fantasy play. I'll talk about that tomorrow in Daily Fantasy Picks. I like him. I like Tyler Lockett. Even though he did have some uh, crucial fumbles, I like Chris Carlson there in the running game. 
but I think Arizona will score some points there. Probably 27 is what I'm saying, but I think Seattle will get the win there at AZ. Okay, uh, a game that I'd rather watch paint dry uh, between the Bears and the Vikings. If you're a fan of defense, great. If not, I understand that too. I like the Vikings real close game. This over and under is 38.5. I'll take the under, okay? Uh, Dalvin Cook leads the NFL in rushing. Remember, I told you guys this before the season started. He's going to run the ball. Stringler well will probably have a career year. Why? Because Gary Kubiak, formerly of Houston, uh, won a Super Bowl ring with, uh, with the Denver uh, Broncos. Very good zone-blocking running scheme there. I think that Minnesota is going to get this road win upset. Remember, Chicago played on Monday night. Uh, they're not going to be as tight. I like this uh, this Minnesota defense here. I know this is going to be a um, very close game. Vegas has uh, Chicago as two-point favorites. I'm going to take the road team, Minnesota, to get the slight up uh, victory there. Uh, I'm thinking um, 17 to 13 Vikings. Like I said, I'd much rather watch paint dry than some of these defensive teams here. Another uh, rather watch the paint dry type of game. Jacksonville at Denver. Oh, my God, let me throw up right now. And it's a 325 game. Uh, this will be the game that Red Zone shows all day that nobody wants to see. Uh, Gardner Minshew has turned into a nice story. Um, Joe Flacco, uh, good job by Baltimore. I thought Baltimore may have made a mistake with getting uh, from moving on from Joe Flacco. They did not make a mistake. Flacco took a lot of sacks against Green Bay. Uh, did not play that well in the opener against Oakland. And uh, they can't completely smoke like a cigar. Only put 10 points on this team. This Kansas City team that's shown not to have a good defense. So, but all that being said, I think they're going to get off the schneid and win this game. I think they're going to beat Jacksonville 21 to 17 and get their first win, which will put them right at 38. And the uh, I think the point spread in that one, or the over and under in that one is 38. So it would be a push. Actually, I guess Vegas would win that one. Okay, Cowboys and Saints. Here's something to think about, everybody. The Cowboys got uh, the Saints sacked Dak Prescott seven. Uh, I noticed this. Dak Prescott got sacked seven times in that other game. This was a week after Thanksgiving last year. Cowboys won that game 13-10 to at home against Drew Brees, okay? This Cowboys defense is much better this year. Uh, They're healthier. Their offensive line is healthier. I know that Michael Gallup will not play in this game, but remember, everybody, the um, this team does have Randall Cobb. They've got Amari Cooper now. They've got Jason Witten back. Remember, Jason Witten retired for that one year. So I like Dallas to get this win close. Dallas is only a two-and-a-half-point favorite. Uh, Got to give the coaching staff, not just Sean Payton, the defensive coordinator, uh, very physical team. I would not be surprised if this went the other way. 
for getting that big win against Seattle on the road. Some people were calling for New Orleans to win this game at home against Dallas. I'm not one of those people. I do think it's going to be a very close game. I got Dallas 20 to 17. Uh, this is in um, this is a Sunday night game. I can't wait to see this game. This is in New Orleans. I thought this was going to be a bad game. This is not going to be a bad game. This is going to be a good game. This is going to be a coaching strategy game. I think Jason Hill, the, the Saints are going to use him. They're going to use Teddy Bridgewater. The Saints are going to pull out all the stops. Now, if the Saints win this, uh, go ahead and give the coach of the year job to Sean Payton. If they can win this and get Drew Brees back and find a way to get into the playoffs, that would be amazing. Uh, I don't think that's going to happen. I think Dallas is going to get the road win. This is going to be a huge win for Dallas. Monday night. Okay. I said from the very beginning, I think that uh, the hire for the coach there from Cincinnati, that's going to be a bad hire there. Uh, I think uh, this team is going to be bad all year. They're 0-3. I expect them to be 0-4 against this Pittsburgh team. Mason Rudolph will get his first career win as a starter on Monday night. You could throw on the Cincinnati. You could run on Cincinnati. I think that uh, Pittsburgh will be able to do both come Monday night. Uh, they are going to get their first win, and they are still in this thing to win it. Remember, they got Mika Fitzpatrick. I want to say that they picked up another tight end in a trade the other day as well. So, yeah, this Pittsburgh team, I like them to play well and get the win, even over a uh, veteran quarterback-led Cincinnati Bengals. If they don't get that, their season may be in trouble because Cincinnati is bad this year. They're not Miami bad, but they're pretty bad. I think they'll be in a running to get one of those quarterbacks as well. That is all the game. Now, everybody, I will be back on tomorrow around uh, 11 p.m. Central to midnight time, somewhere around that time. I will do Fantasy Scope last week. Go back and listen to my recommendations. I uh, had Cal Allen on my team. had a $12 team, 197 points on Daily Fantasy. Uh, I recommended Cal Allen. I recommended... Uh, who was it? Uh, the tight end there, Greg Olson, Keenan Allen. He, I hit on all those players there. So I uh, got off the schneid there, got the first win there, first victorious team. Daily Fantasy will be back on here. Have your questions ready. Obviously, I retweeted. You'll have the podcast. You can find me at Sportscope. Google Sportscope. You want to find this podcast at rbutler723. You need to find me. Also, if you want to um, find me on Facebook, Sports Scope is a Facebook page. It's spelled just like that. So uh, to end the show, like I said, going back to today's game, Doug Peterson, huge win. That's why you're a Super Bowl winning coach. Really good coaching job there. Uh, Carson Wentz, this win may propel this team into a winning streak to cause some uh, uh, a level of confidence with uh, with this team. I like the fact that they got rid of the ball quickly. They they put uh, 34 points on this defense. Really, really impressive. Love the speed of the game there. Uh, Decision-making by Carson Wentz. It seemed like he was getting rid of the ball uh, with like the one or two seconds. He didn't even need that offensive line to hold up for him. 
I don't know what got out of him. He had his Wheaties or whatever, but uh, he looked really sharp. I know that defenses are normally tired on these Thursday games. They weren't that tired. He was snapping the ball, making quick decisions. Really good game plan for Doug Peterson. Really good play out of Carson Wentz. And let me just say this, everybody. Uh, to all you football fans around uh, the country, uh, I'm getting more and more uh, uh, to the idea that I want to hire a former quarterback or an offensive-minded head coach to take over my team, preferably a former quarterback, a guy like Doug Peterson. And you can always build around your defense and, and get defensive players, get a good defensive coordinator. But get being a defensive-minded head coach and getting an offensive coordinator – uh, typically, these defense, other than Bill Belichick, Bill Belichick's a complete outlier, him and Saban. But, uh, you know, I really like these offensive minded former quarterbacks that turn head coaches, um, like guys like Doug Peterson. Uh, just a really, really good job, really good game plan there. Uh, I was impressed. Uh, this team had injuries on their secondary. Uh, Rodgers should have. Uh, you know, he, he should have really carved these guys up. Now, they need to kick some field goals early when they probably should have got touchdowns. Maybe they would have beat this team. But, uh, again, 34 points, that's a lot of points for a, a Green Bay team that has played lights-out football up to this point from a defensive perspective. I know they didn't quite uh, actually play uh, juggernauts from the offensive perspective with, uh, you know, uh, Mitch Trubisky and uh, – who was it, Kurt? Uh, I mean, Joe Flacco, winless, and um, Kirk Cousins. Uh, you know, of course, they had to hang on to win that game at home against Minnesota. Just a really disappointing win. But it goes to show you how resilient that this uh, Philadelphia team is. And uh, it shows you that uh, Green Bay's got a lot of work to do. Now, I've got Green Bay going to the Super Bowl. Still do. I think that they they will um, go back to the drawing board. You got the ten days to find to find yourself there. I saw some good things out of them. Uh, the passing game did look better for them. Uh, they're going to have to get Valdez Scandling involved. They're going to get Geronimo Allison more involved in the game plan, and they're going to have to get another running back because I don't know how bad Jamal uh, Williams is right now. But uh, this team may have to make a trade. The trading deadline's next month to possibly get a member. They lost Todd Montgomery. I think they are shorthanded at running back. They're going to have to do something in their running game and alternate that offense. You, you have to run the ball some. Aaron Rodgers cannot do it all. So, But anyways, it's fair. It's, it's, uh, when you're in week four, the coaches always say around the NFL, you have four seasons in one season, and, and that is – Four blocks of four quarters, what they call it. The first quarter, uh, three and one plus for the Green Bay, okay? And then the second quarter is the second set of four games and all the way to get to 16 games. So that's the way the coaches look at it. you got three more quarters to go if you are a Green Bay Packer fan. It's one loss. It's a bad one because you really got to win these Thursday home games. But uh, it's not the end of the world. But it does give the Chicago Bears a puncher's chance there to get back in the driver's seat. Their defense is extremely impressive. I'll be back on tomorrow around 11 p.m. Central Time. Uh, like I said, you guys follow me here. Look at the dates here. You can look at some of my other sports scopes. Of course, you on Periscope. All of my sports scopes there. It's over uh, 150 broadcasts. So have a good uh, good night, everybody. Be back on tomorrow around the same time, 11 p.m. Central Time here on Sports Scope. 